You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and today we have a guest you need to know if you love dogs, fashion, and photography, or any of the above. Her name is Suzanne Donaldson. She's also known as Mrs. Sizzle, the creator of a hot new site, MrsSizzle.com, and she also has an Instagram account with over 6,000 followers. We'll learn more about Suzanne, the gorgeous fashion she covers, and the bold-faced name she's attracted. So get comfortable, grab your favorite beverage, and don't go away. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. We'll be right back after a short pause. This is Christy Hins clark founder and creative director for Legitimate. Legitimate is a fashionable yet functional made-in-America canine brand. We produce collars, leashes, beds, blankets, accessories, and apparel, all made from the finest materials. We strive to produce the highest quality product that will meet the needs of every pampered pooch. To order these gorgeous fashion styles for dogs, visit Legitimut.com. L-E-G-I-T-I-M-U-T-T.com. Check out my new interview for Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young. As I said, we're here today with Suzanne Donaldson. She's also known as Mrs. Sizzle, the creative force behind MrsSizzle.com. Isn't that the greatest name? I love that name. <laughs> when I discovered her site, I knew this was something I wanted to share with you. Suzanne has found this sweet spot between beautiful photography, inspired pet fashion, and conscious rescue coverage. When we first met, it was like kindred spirits coming together, kind of like BFFs at first sight. I adore her, and I am so pleased to have her on the show today. Hey, Suzanne, welcome. Hey, Jody, and thank you for that amazing introduction. I so appreciate all of it. It is so true. I mean, Mrs. Sizzle is such a distinctive site with its own personality and culture. I really haven't seen anything like it, and I'm really curious as to what gave you the inspiration for creating a site like this. Well, I had, um, again, thank you. <laughs> it just it means so much to me because it is truly a passion for me. I came, it's sort of, I want to say in the, I guess the back door, if you will, only in that I had never truly been obsessed with dogs until, you know, just a couple of years ago. And after getting my, my two dogs, Edie and Claire, and I, there's a little caveat to that. My husband has a dog. His name is Gus. He was in my life, but never before had I been so obsessed with it until I got the two little girls. And coming from a background of photography and art, I found about a year and a half ago going to an art fair and particularly focusing on just animal art. 
was this, the inspiration behind creating something such as Mrs. Sizzle. And that sort of became my point of view and wanting to start a blog just calling photographers and artists that I knew that had already generated some images or paintings, collages that I could put on my site, calling out, you know, sort of this very high-end artistic site. Nice. Very interesting. But this was not yet sort of developed into what you're doing here with the dogs and the art and the fashion, because you spent 12 years as the executive photo director of Glamour magazine. So you were so in the mix, you know, you were involved with powerhouse magazines as well. Prior to that, like Vanity Fair, Interview, Oprah, Self, Lucky, I mean, the big guns. And Mm. certainly at Glamour, you worked with these iconic fashion photographers like Bruce Weber and, you know, Patrick Dimarchide. And, you know, it must have been a hectic but exciting life. What was a typical day like back then? And how did that factor into Mrs. Sizzle? Oh, absolutely. Well, as I said, photography is, has been, you know, in my blood, you know, since the beginning. And I've had the, the amazing opportunity to be able to work with these, you know, huge magazines and galleries and ad agencies. So this sort of a typical day was, you know, it was crazy. It was hectic. It was invigorating. It was chaotic. It was inspired. All of those things. But I think that any time, you know, in the beginning of my career, I had a three-year-old, which was basically after three years, it was time to change. And with this last job that I had, 12 years was an amazing, amazing ride. And, you know, I just felt the itch to be thinking about something else. So when I referred to going to art fairs, I really was at the cusp of knowing that something was brewing inside of me and knowing that Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something with animals. I wanted to do something that was giving back and raising awareness. And it was through all this exciting time working with celebrities being on set with celebrities and photographers and, you know, creating this beautiful end product that once a month it would come out. I Mm. wanted something that was speaking more to how social media works today and also wanting to switch over into doing my own business. Got it. Got it. So it makes sense that all of this sort of came together, the fashion, the photography, etc. But you also have another aspect to the site that I love as well. And uh, because, you know, you and I kind of have the same passions. And that is the rescue aspect of Mrs. Sizzle. You are really creating a conversation about rescue pets. And there's a story behind how that sort of became so important for you. Share that with us. Okay, I will. You know, I say it with a tail between my legs, if you will. You're not alone. um, Believe me, you're not alone. (laughs) This is great. It's always great to educate people and and to learn and look what you've done with it. So go ahead. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I walked into a puppy store. I absolutely did. And I fell madly in love with, I, I went with the intent of getting one teacup dog. And I now almost gag when I say that because there should not be a teacup dog. <laughs> but I walked in with the intent of looking at different breeds and wanting to explore a small breed that I could take back and forth on the train from Long Island, where I also, you know, live in New York City and have a home on Long Island. And I wanted a dog that I could pop in a bag and take back and forth. Well, what did I do? I walked in and I walked out with two dogs and two sets of beds and two sets of food. And, you know, if I had the money that I spent on the two of them now, I would be, I would be rich. 
Um, we can all say but, that, I think. <laughs> exactly. But so, so that act alone and sitting at Glamour Magazine, I was meeting with a brilliant, brilliant photographer. His name is Richard Fibbs. He's, you know, a, quite a well-known fashion photographer, if you will. But our conversation transitioned really from talking about photography to talking about what we both are passionate about. And what his was, was every month he goes into the Humane Society in New York and donates his time to take mm. as many pictures as he possibly can in one day of the animals that are currently at the shelter. And to me, they were so emblematic of these sweet faces that desperately were looking for home, but they weren't, they were aspirational. They were not the usual, in my mind, what I was so used to seeing was, you know, dogs and crates. And they were, they were these faces looking lovingly at you through these eyes that just mm. wanted you to take them home. And as a result of looking at these images, this was the true thing that got me to really pay attention and know that this was what I was going to be doing. And basically, I worked in media. I had just bought two dogs. I was embarrassed about it. And I thought, you know what? We're going to build Mrs. Sizzle and we're going to raise awareness to especially this community of people, the fashion world, which cares so much about what they look like and really trying to speak to a community that might not necessarily have had the time or the inclination to spend the time to look for the perfect dog for them that is in a shelter. First of all, that's a beautiful story that this photographer, this very talented photographer went in and did that and that inspired you in the way that it did, almost like the true face of the shelter dog is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Aww. And you have on your site tremendous resources for people looking to adopt. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit. I mean, I, I know I wanted to talk to you about this a little later, but it seems like very natural to talk about it now. Tell us sure, a little bit sure. about how you've connected with these shelters and what kind of work Mrs. Sizzle does outside of offering them as a resource, which is wonderful in its own right, you might do. Well, absolutely. It's an interesting question, Jody, because I found looking at Richard's images that I was so much more inclined to be attracted to this kind of dog through these images. And so in the beginning, when I was talking about products, because I'm very also drawn to looking at new types of, you know, dog leashes and clothes and all kinds of things. I, I know. Myself, <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> a woman after your own heart. That I, instead of doing what I think so, we're so inclined to do, which in my world anyway, you know, you need a model, you call a modeling agency. You need a dog, you call a performing dog agency. I wanted to break down that instinct, if you will, to sort of say, here's a great opportunity. I need a model. There's dogs in shelters. I've got the photography world at my fingertips. Let me take it one step further. And when I am featuring a certain brand, be it Rugged Wrist or Found My Animal or Where of the Dog, that it, it just became a natural thing to call an animal shelter and hook up featuring that product on a dog that was up for adoption because then the shelters had those images and could more easily reach out and get somebody to adopt the animal. So it was sort of two in one. I'm getting a great photo shoot and I'm meeting a need that was there that was apparent that then these animals could get adopted from. 
It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I mean, we know that designers like Ralph Lauren has done it. Many have, I'm sure, but Mm -hmm. he did a huge campaign. What was it like a year or so ago? But the beauty about what you're doing is while you're showcasing these wonderful animals that are looking for their forever homes, you're also showcasing some of this incredibly cool fashion for dogs. And you have turned me on to several brands that I wasn't aware of. So, and that I ended up doing something on, on Bark and Swagger. So, you know, you are really kind of there. How do you find these interesting designers from all over the world, literally? Oh, well, you know, there's something called Instagram, there's something called Facebook, and there's something called uh, (laughs) curiosity. (laughs) Yeah, but I come, it's interesting. I think I come at it from a different place in that my whole world and my whole career has been spent in fashion. So how that works is basically there seems to be more than twice a year now, but there are fashion shows and they dictate the trends. They come, you know, there's a fall, there's a spread, now there's holiday, now there's resort, now there's, you know, pre-fall. All, all kinds yeah. of things. But what I love in, in speaking in a different voice is I'm using my you know editorial background to kind of present these things in a different light. And so I look for trends on the runway. For instance, I just recently showcased florals are in for spring. And so not only are there Again. florals <laughs> such as Takoon or Diane von Furstenberg or Suno, any of these wonderful brands, but mm-hmm. there are also florals for dogs. And so, you know, I spend a lot of time at this point, either going through sites, dog sites that have these things and really trying to partner with what's happening with people fashion, with what's happening with dog fashion. Whether anybody wears it that way, who knows? And I highly doubt it, but for me, it's more of a fun way and pointed way to find these different kinds of products. Yeah. And you know what? I think that people do. We are hearing more and more about how people are treating their pets like their children and everything that goes along with that in terms of dressing and bedding and food, et cetera, and so forth. And I think there is, you know, a need, and and I'm sure that you would agree too, there's also a trend towards dressing either in a complimenting fashion with your pet or, Mm -hmm. you know, something maybe matching, as long as it's not too far overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But this is is something that's growing. There's more and more of it. So I think that it's right on point, you know, looking for what's on the runway and what's on dogs. And, And designers are doing that. Absolutely. Well, and I loved your article this week about this very topic. So, you know, very much on the forefront of all of our minds, I think. (laughs) Right, exactly. So these professional photo shoots that you do for your stories that you reach out to shelters for, for models, do you have one in particular that stands out as being a particularly fun one or one that has like a story to it or something just really kind of different? Oh, my goodness. Yes, absolutely. And this just <laughs> happened. <laughs> yes, I do. April Fool's Day, to be to be precise. I was hired by Barney's, um, the editorial section of their website, which is called The Window, and had a really fun shoot. And we did the still part of the shoot while Barney's was doing the video with Simon Doonan. And what we did was we announced that Fred's, which is the restaurant in Barney's, was about to allow dogs in, and they had a new canine menu which was hysterical. And wow, I love many that. people fell for it. <laughs> Couldn't uh. wait to meet me at Fred's to take their dogs. But uh, I cast, they asked me to, you know, come up with the photographer and cast the dogs. 
And as always, it's really important to me, you know, A, to have fun, B, to inform, and C, to take a great picture. So we ended up, through Barney's and myself, they had lots of great contacts. I had some contacts on my own, but I also, you know, in addition to having live Fredtastic or Remy, which is Jane Larkworthy's dog from W, I always feel that if an opportunity presents itself, that there does need to be a shelter dog. So I reached out to Social Tees in New York City, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal group of people that are, you know, very much at the forefront of, you know, helping all these animals, both shipping them in from different cities. Yeah, Yeah. And so I reached out to them and they came with the most adorable three puppies that sat on the pizza at the table at Fred's and, you know, were immediately adopted, you know, I think both because they were cute, but also having been in this ad, it was super fun. So I always try to have that element exist in any of the shoots I'm doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure there are a ton more stories because when I go on MrsSizzle.com, I just always find the coolest things. You, you did something in a showroom recently with high, a shoe showroom that looked really fun too. Oh, yes. that Actually, that was PR Consulting. That actually is a PR, a very well-known PR firm in the fashion industry. And they have clients such as Christian Dior and Louis Vuitton and Vera Maria Cornejo. And, you know, they just are their force of nature, if you will, in the fashion industry. And what was so interesting is they both have dogs. Both the heads of PR Consulting, Pierre Rouget and Sylvie Piquet, also have animals. And we went over to their offices and lined the offices with some of their clients and uh, super fun. Yeah, it looks like the dogs like had the run of the office. Maybe they're, you know, the CEO and the CFO. Exactly. COO. You've also, I mean, you interact with all these high profile people over the years and you featured some of them on Mrs. Sizzle. Tell us about some of the boldface names you've covered. Sure. Well, you know, again, fashion being the operative word here, you know, it's been really lucky to work with some incredible people. One one in particular, one story that, that I thought I would share is I used to work for the photographer Robert Maplethorpe. And in nice. looking through some of his old images, I found two pictures of dogs. He was not so much an animal person himself, but he did these fantastic images that I have run on the site. You know, and I think the biggest thing is just, you know, as I said, initially, I really wanted to herald people I had either worked with or that I revered or, for instance, Tim Walker is somebody whose work I just adore. And uh, he had rescued his dog, Steve, from the streets of London. So he's been in there. Also, Gus Van Zant, the director, his best friend, Paige Powell, had introduced me to his dog and I was able to get him on the site. And then wow. the other one that I really, really love is... Edward Ennenfall and Alec Maxwell's dog, Rue Ennenfall, a Boston Terrier, and had one of my favorite photographers, Emma Somerton, come to this shoot. So I think it's just everybody's just gaga about their dogs. So I've been extremely fortunate to uh, be able to work with some of my favorite photographers on this site for exclusive shoots or picking up things that exist already. It's so true. You know, you can... Take a celebrity, for example, and want to interview them about their newest film or TV project. And it's like, okay, here's another one. But bring up their dog. And yeah, forget it. 
you get the most intimate view into that person because it's a being so close to their heart. And people love talking about their pets. So yeah, it's so true. But hold that thought because we have so much more to talk about. I want to talk about some of the contributors on your site, which are very, very impressive, and other stuff that you're doing. We need to take a short break for our sponsor. I mean, somebody's got to keep the lights on, right? Uh, So refresh (laughs) that beverage, everyone, right? Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and we're here with Mrs. Sizzle, Suzanne Donaldson. Suzanne, on Mrs. Sizzle, you have like a contributors page which blew my socks off. People on there like Julia Louis Dreyfus, Cindy Sherman, Isaac Mizrahi. How do you work with these people? Give us oh, an insight. Here you- <laughs> well, there's two, two, two listen, things girl. going on here. They're the people I know and then the people that I want to know. So I'm going to do this in, in two parts. Let's stick to the people okay. I know. So yeah, I was lucky enough to grow up with Julia Dreyfus in grade school and we remained friends. And, wow. you know, it's a lot of sleuth work. So I knew she was doing the cover of EW Magazine for her Veep series. And I uh-huh. know the photo editor and I knew the photographer. And I was lucky enough to ask the behind the scenes guys just to do a really quick, little video of Julia talking about how she named her dog Buttercup. So that was sheer luck. Which was Um, really cute, too. (laughs) It was. Yeah, no, it turned out really well. Other people, you know, that I've worked with through, again, fashion, art, etc. Isaac Mizrahi became a dear friend. I met him back when I was working for Peter Arnell, and, and Isaac was one of our clients. And 
someone had shared with me that Isaac had rescued both of his dogs. So I was white on rice chasing that boy down <laughs> and uh, ended up being welcomed into his home and have a great video about his dog, Harry and Dean. Fun. It so looks like for he and his partner, those dogs rule the roost and he's Don't constantly they? throwing up his hands as far as what to do about it. <laughs> I feel a little the same myself, to be honest. (laughs) I have those days, too. We're with you, Isaac. We understand. There you go. (laughs) And then, you know, in speaking with some of the names that I have on there, again, you know, photography background, I was obsessed with meeting William Wegman. And a woman that I work with, Kimberly M. Wang, a photographer, had done behind-the-scenes or sort of an in-depth shoot at his house in Maine with his, at the time, I believe there were five Weinerimers, and... She shared these images with me, and I know his wife, Christine Bergen, and I just reached out to them to say, I'm dying to come meet you and see the dogs, and that's how that happened on my site. That is huge. That's huge. Well, it's super fun. The dogs are crazy, and it made me feel good about my crazy dogs, that's for sure. And yet they (laughs) sit so beautifully for his photos. They perform. They look the most serene Weimaraners on the planet. Yeah, no, I know. It's amazing. Well, they know when to turn it on, that's for sure. Yeah. And then another one of my favorites who I have always admired his work is Elliot Erwitt, who is, you know, prolific photographer, spent a great deal of his career producing images of dogs, and he had has had dogs in his past, but he lives around the corner from me here on Upper West Side. And I reached out and said to him, I want to come meet you. And we had a lovely walk around the block, and he sat and really spent time getting to know my girls, meaning my Edie and Claire, before we took the walk around the block, and then I had a delightful visit to his studio. It's a combination of detective work and then lucking out. And then the vision to put it together the way that you do. You do a lot of things in addition to Mrs. Sizzle. I saw on your site that you offer custom portraits of pets for those who are interested. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Well, again, I love art. I love, love, love art. So in, you know, putting this site together, it's been a combination of reaching out to artists who've worked, I've found, and honestly, Instagram is the best resource on the planet. I think once you become dog obsessed, you become part of this network and we're all sort of sharing information and liking each other's pictures. Or what I would do is if I saw a portrait of somebody's animal in their home, you know, just would ask. And I used to have a part on the site that was commission. And right now I'm really trying to narrow down my focus, but I do have quite a few artists that are willing to be hired to commission portraits of your own animals for great price range, you know, from sort of the, the easiest, sweetest, least expensive to very high end. You know, if you want a Patrick de Marchier portrait, you call me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's great for anyone listening to know. If you're interested in a really beautiful portrait of your pet, let us know. Let us know. Suzanne's got a network of people that, you know, she can definitely hook you up with. Let's talk about Instagram for a second. Yours is one with 6,500 plus followers, which I'm really trying to get anywhere in, you know, the vicinity of that. And it's not that easy. So I have to say it's pretty impressive. Tell listeners the kinds of things that they can expect to see on Mrs. Sizzle if they follow you, which is at Mrs. Sizzle, by the way. 
Sure. Well, it's interesting you ask that, Jody, because I think I spent a big part of my beginning of Mrs. Sizzle trying to curate, if you will, other people's images. And I found that it did build the following, but I think I was getting a, a teeny bit lost because it's not your traditional dog Instagram account where I have one dog that I feature. Yes. Um, you know, with Clever saying. So it's a, it's a bit of a different thing. And you know, to answer that question and to speak to the changing direction of Mrs. Sizzle a little bit is that I'm really trying to focus on being a consultant, a creative consultant or a content creator. And so what I'm trying to do more on Instagram is to, to provide more of the behind the scenes for the shoots that I do or the clients I work with. So you'll always see my dogs every now and then. You'll always see art that I and completely drawn to, but I want to provide more of that behind-the-scenes kind of view to the shoots, either the shoots I'm doing or other shoots that have happened or shed light on some of the relationships I have with the people I have. Which, I mean, to me is really, really interesting. And I think there's a lot of people who love to see what goes on behind the scenes of and the end result that they are used to seeing. So I think that's great. I think that's great. And it actually leads into the other thing that I I wanted to talk to you about is one of the other things that you do when you're talking about curating and content creation is you are, brands are reaching out to you. They know that you have a unique vision that brands can tap into to Mm -hmm. reach pet lovers to reach dog parents. And so you're doing that now for the brands. And actually, you have some fun events coming up, one that I'm going to see you at, which I'm I'm excited about, which is your Swatch event. So excited you're going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing for some brands. Sure. Well, the the one you were speaking to that I think I spoke over you was Swatch. And I was lucky enough to be in front of the eyes of the international marketing director of Swatch who reached out to me and said, I'm crazy about your site. And we met. He loved my energy. I loved his energy. And he sort of said, what can we do here? We have a new watch line for people, but it's called My Pet and Me. And it's the sweetest series of about six watches that everything from cats, dogs, birds, to kitten faces, and he sort of said, what can we do here? And I said, well, let's talk about how to launch the event in three of their top stores, and how can we have some eyes put on that in advance? And one of the things that I think is just, you know, it's rich territory for anything visual is when the shows are happening, there are kids that dress up and try to be seen outside the tents and street style. And we went out, my team, I hired photographer Amy Lombard, and we went out on the streets and took the watches and found these kids that were dressed to the nines and threw watches on them and threw the dogs, my dogs in their lap and had other dogs show up. So we sort of did this pre-excitement prior to what's happening this week. This week, I go to Austin and San Francisco to launch that series in the Swatch stores. And then next week, Jody, I'll be seeing you at the New York event. Yeah. Um, in, but what in a great addition, idea. Working, what a great idea that yeah, you did no, around the shows, the New York shows. Yeah. Super fun. And then and I've worked with, done some consulting with Matt Cosmetics because there will be a brand that is coming out this fall, which I'm not at liberty to talk about, but obviously relating to animals somehow. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's been really fun. I've been in contact with many, many different food brands, one of which I'm working with right now is Brewer Premium Dog Food based out of New York City, and it's a delivery service of the most healthy, wonderful 
food, you know, for your animal that's basically home cooked and then delivered to you. So it's brands like this that are forward thinking and really are looking for an editorial eye, which is what I have and I can lend to these brands. It's wonderful. It's wonderful, wonderful. You filled us in a a little bit about what's coming up for Mrs. Sizzle in terms of the brands that you work with. Anything else that you're excited about down the pike? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Never stops. I feel like I've got too many ideas in my head, but I'm trying to work on several different TV shows. I'm working with somebody out of LA pitching a reality TV series having to do with rescue dogs. I'm super excited about that. And then Mm. also wanting to develop some sort of fashion idea as well. So TV is hopefully on the horizon. Well, we will stay tuned for that. Tell people again where they can follow you, Suzanne. Absolutely. My website is Mrs. Sizzle, M-R-S-S-I-Z-Z-L-E dot com. And Twitter and Facebook are Mrs. Sizzle Dogs. And Instagram is just good old Mrs. Sizzle. Fantastic. And I really encourage everybody to check out Suzanne's site and her Instagram because they are absolutely wonderful, different than what you're going to see around for sure. I always love talking with you, Suzanne. Oh, Jody, feelings mutual. I love Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You'll have to come back and visit us. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Jody. And good luck with your upcoming events. Thanks. And thank you all for listening. Thanks to our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you, Mark, for making us sound so good. My passion is fashion. So tune in next time to discover the designers, styles, and home decor I love. And don't forget to visit me at BarkAndSwagger.com, where you'll find great fashion stories and more. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, Bark and Swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.